Hello, hello. Welcome back to my Big Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Tina Kay. <laughs> Do I sound better? Hold on, I'm scooting my chair up. Do I sound better? Um, well, I'm hungover as fuck, okay? <laughs> and I don't drink a lot, but I was so anxious yesterday, which is like not a good example. Do not follow my lead on this, that I had a martini. And then the first martini was so good that I had another one. My martini of choice is a dirty martini, filthy martini, three olives. But I like good glassware, okay? I personally love a long stem or a unique glass, but in the house I have a long stem martini glass and it's so nice. It just makes having a martini 10 times more fancy and worth it. Do you know what I mean? Like not just drinking, but it's a whole ritual. It makes you feel good (laughs) in an aesthetic way, not just the alcohol part. If you want one, they're on my Amazon. I got them on Amazon. They were, it was like two for like $35 or something. They're gorgeous. They're on my Amazon storefront. If you want a long stem martini glass. Oh my God, get them so we can cheers so we can all have the same martini glasses i wonder if you can hear that chair just ran to the window okay so let me tell you what's going on i was going to record this with video listen i'm a delayed learner this is difficult to do (laughs) you have to line up the audio with the video And when you have video, especially high def, if I could just shoot it on my phone, it would be way easier, but you can't. So it's basically over an hour of high def video and it's so much storage you need. On top of it, you have to align. Hold on. Oh, I'm so fucking hungover. You have to align the video with the audio. In addition to that, when you have high def cameras, the battery runs out quicker. I don't know if it's just my camera. I have um, I have a pretty good one. It's like a Canon something, 70 something, whatever. My battery runs out after 30 minutes. I have to constantly change it, especially when I'm doing YouTube and stuff like that. All in all, recording with video is a pain in the ass and it's gonna take a little bit more for me to, I figured out how to do it, but I need a couple of more things and I also didn't know that I don't have any more storage left on my hard drive. So I have an external, of course, when you do content, YouTube, especially podcast, you have an external hard drive and you should have one anyway if you have a laptop. Mine is fucking full. I was, I'm guessing because I have all the episodes stored on there and in addition to all of my content I create. So If you didn't know, I don't just do content for my social media platforms. I do content for brands. So I don't necessarily have to post the content. I create the content for them so they could use it however however they want. They buy the rights to it. And that takes up a lot of space because most of the time they need high def images, high def video. You get where I'm going with it. So I apologize for not having the video today. I thought I would, but I'm still figuring it out. And it looks like I'm going to have to order more parts in order to get this all of all of it together because I have lights I've always had lights I have lights I have a camera I have the microphone I'm thinking I might need a different microphone because I'll post a picture on Instagram my microphone is just this snowball which works great it's affordable if you have a podcast if you want a podcast this is a great microphone I'll hold on I'll, I'll write it down to link it link snowball I got this a long time ago, I think at Best Buy or something, or maybe it was Amazon, and I never used it, and then I found it when I was looking for parts to set up the podcast, and I already had this thing, so, but I have to uh, slouch a little because it's a, it's um, a tabletop microphone. I think I can unscrew it and put it on a podium. If I can, I'll do that because I'm like, oh my God, if I'm going to film it, I'm like slouching right now. I'm like slouching down. So I need to, it's a lot more than I thought it would be. I'm also a delayed learner. What I'm thinking is I'm going to order the parts. I'm going to record the next episode way in advance. That way I have a lot of time to get it posted right. Because 
my biggest concern is lining up the audio with the video. When I shoot a YouTube video, when I shoot for reels and TikTok and things like that, I'm not using a separate device to record the audio. I'm, re- I'm using devices that record it at the same time. Some YouTubers record their audio separately and good for them. But when you do that, you have to align the video with the audio perfectly. Okay. Does that now sound complex to you? To me, I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm going to match it up. Like the, you're going to see my lips moving and the audio is not going to match up. So I'm worried about that too. I read, I was looking up YouTube videos. I read that you can do a clap, like you clap and that's where you find it on the editing board and blah, 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 blah. So I'm sure you're not interested in this part, but I'm just trying to explain. I love to explain, explain myself. I'm just trying to explain why there's other people who have podcasts with video and why I don't. And like I said, I'm a delayed learner. I'm not the brightest. I'm doing the best with what I got. But I also didn't want to skip this week. I really don't want to fucking skip an episode. So in my head, it made sense to just record how we always record, get it up, and then I'll keep working on trying to get video, but I don't want things to come in the way of me not being consistent and not posting on time. Also, because when I get attached to a new creator or a podcast that I love, when they don't post, it's fucking annoying. And I know everybody has life and things going on, but it's like you want them to show up. So if it's your favorite show, I'm not saying mine is, I'm just saying, I'm hoping it is. That's my point. I'm hoping I'm one of your favorite shows. And I would hate to think that it's a fucking Monday. First of all, it's disgusting out today. Today's October 24th. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's fucking shitty out on the East Coast. So I'm picturing it as if it was me. I'm trying to like be compassionate and empathetic that if it was me, it's your favorite show. It's a shitty Monday. You're driving home and your fucking favorite podcast is not up because the dumb bitch was inconsistent. (laughs) That bothers me. So I'd rather be consistent and use what we got than make up excuses and, you know, no, no, no. There'll be a podcast today and eventually there will be video and things will run smoothly, but I'm not about to put this off and upload Wednesday or Thursday. Just be, no. Okay. Until I can get it to flow perfectly, we'll have audio and it will be up on time. Come hell or high water. So that's the update. I had something else to tell you, huh? Oh, we're going to talk about Travis Kylie and Young Sweet Row. Young Sweet Row being his possible alleged side piece or main girlfriend. Is Kylie the side piece? We're going to get into that. I also want to talk about Daryl Brooks quickly. If you haven't been following, um, he is the sovereign citizen who claimed, self-claimed sovereign citizen who ran, who drove into a child's parade or something like that. Was it a child's? He, he drove over killing children. Okay. So he's being tried for murder, of course. Is it even murder or is it terrorism? Isn't that domestic terrorism? And he is being tried for murder or terrorism. I don't know every detail and I'll tell you why in a second. Um, I want to cover that. Kanye. I haven't spoken much about Kanye and I'll tell you about that as well. Same reason. I'm... (laughs) Why do I write it down? I have to. I have to have a pen and paper to kind of keep me on track. Um. Oh, I'll just do my more personal updates before we get into all the drama. Okay. I went to the gym. I've been going to the gym. And let me fucking tell you something. I'm out of shape. <laughs> if you were under 30 and you always wanted to get into the gym just to be stronger, just to feel better. Maybe you want to lose weight, whatever the reason may be. Start in your 20s. (laughs) I used to work, I think I told you guys this, I used to work out a lot when I, between the ages of like 23 to 28-ish, 27-ish, I slowed down a little bit at one point. And I used to go an hour a day, two hours a day. I think I've said this, like up to 10, 12 hours a week, sometimes more. And it was great. I looked great. I think I look great now, but you know, that's up to opinion. 
I, but I, I felt great in a very strong way. I had a lot of endurance. I had a lot of strength. I felt better in my brain. <laughs> and anyway, so I started again because I need to, you know what I'm saying? I'm 31 and you know the deal. Like I got to work out. I got to work on my muscles. I have to be stronger. And it's just good for you. It's good for you mentally as well. That's also why I do it. It's like a place of therapy for me. A fucking sore bitch. <laughs> oh, I didn't even do that much. I spoke to my mom today and I was telling her, oh my God, I'm so sore. She was like, you got to take it easy though. I said, no, no, no. I was taking it easy <laughs> and I'm still sore. I did not do that much. I didn't go in there thinking I could start squatting 60 pounds again. No, I know how to work out. I know the ways that you should. I have great form, all of the above. And I'm sure I'll have some muscle memory. Like I'm sure my quads will look better shape today because that's what happens if you used to work out and then you start again. You're going to get some muscle memory, right? I barely, no, I barely even used weight. I was just doing the exercises, the squats, all of it. I'm fucking sore. I don't know what this is called. You know the you know the it's not even a machine. It's like a podium thing where oh my god, I'm so stupid. I don't know how to describe it. But you oh my god, what do they call this? You put your feet in it and you use your butt and your abs to lift yourself up. So you kind of lean it's like a bar you lean over. If you get it, you get it. I'll try to find a picture and post it on the on Instagram. If you don't follow our Instagram, it's at my big sisters podcast. It's where I kind of post images to tie into what we talk about. And you could always message me, yada, yada, yada. I'll try to post a picture there of what I'm talking about. I did those. I used to do them with a 25 pound weight. I used to do 75 of those like, what do they call it? Leg, not, it's not leg lifts, reverse crunches on this thing. I don't know. I used to do 75 with the 25 pound fucking weight. I did 60 yesterday, meaning three reps of just 20. No weight. Bitch, I'm burning today. <laughs> I'm burning. I took Motrin. I'm drinking water. I'm going to eat a lot of protein because I think that helps with the pain. Oh my God, I'm sore. I can't wait until this is like, like I'm just so good at it and I'm not as sore anymore because I barely added weight. I did... I did like three reps of 12 squats with maybe, I think they were like 11 pound weights on each side. It, I used it, I used the Smith machine because bitch, I, was, I didn't know if I was going to drop something. And then I wanted to keep going because I was so happy to be there. It was clean. It wasn't packed. I could see the car from where I was standing. Like everything felt safe to me because that's my biggest concern. And... I wanted to keep going, but I was like, if I do any more, I'm going to faint in this fucking gym. I am. And I'm a fainter. That's what I do. I fainted in gyms before. It is so embarrassing. I had to pack it up. I got to know my limits, but I had a lovely time. I'm just so fucking sore. So my point is, if you're under the age of 30 and you want to get into working out, start getting into it because the older you get, it's harder. I think if you have always done it, it's not going to be harder as you age like if you stay in it, it's not that serious as you age. But I think when you try to start later, although it's not impossible, it's just harder than it needs to be. So if you're in your 20s and you've always wanted to be a I'm a working out type of person, just start it now. <laughs> whatever it is you want to do, Pilates, yoga, running, whatever it is you want to start doing, even if it's not inside a gym, I'm not saying you, I'm not like a gym rat. You don't have to go to a gym. You know, you find find what works for you. But do it now, okay? Do it now or do it now and you're 31 and we can be sore together <laughs> because I am fucking sore. Um, what other update do I have? Oh, I said I would explain to you guys on the podcast why I'm shadow... Do you hear my accent? Why I am shadow banned on Instagram on my main account, which is at Tina Kosnick, my first and last name. I was posting about Tell Me Lies on Hulu. This is the show we watch. If you don't watch it yet, you got to watch it with us because we're watching it on Hulu. It's great. It's infuriating, but it's a great show. And the character, Steven, is such a pain in the ass. He's a fucking asshole. So I go on my Instagram stories and I post about it, about the show. Do you know Instagram fucking took my videos down 
and marked me as a bully in hate speech. They ripped away my monetizing abilities, meaning I'm, I would make money off of reels, which is, it's not a lot. <laughs> you don't even make past $100. It's, it's cool. You know, it'll buy lunch for a day, but it's not, it's not a lot of money. However, not the point. That's not my biggest concern. They push down your account so you're not visible if someone searches your name or say if I use hashtags or keywords, or whatever, to try to put me in the algorithm of the people that I want to reach, they're not going to show my account. That's a big problem because when a brand asks for your analytics or your insights or whatever, they ask for the current day. So say a brand emails me tomorrow, they want to see my insights, my analytics, which I can provide with a creator page, it's going to look extremely different. It's going to look like it plummeted, but it plummeted because Instagram wrongly accused me of hate speech. I was talking about a character. I wasn't sending hate. You could see the slides that they're talking about. I'm not sending rude messages to anybody. I wasn't talking about anything in regards to hate speech. Nothing of the sort. I was talking about a fucking character on TV. It's not even a reality TV show. This is a character who is not real. I wasn't talking about how the person looks. I was talking about how he acts on the show, meaning his character, Steven, is a fucking asshole. That's what I was discussing. This is not a real person. It's not hate speech. It's commentary on a TV show. Oh my God. So fucking annoying. So honestly, oh, and they gave me the date that I will be shadow banned until. They said I will be shadow banned until January 17th. So that means all through the holiday season where most people, creators, get great deals with brands to for, and get paid for it, for their insights. Oh, what was that noise? For their insights and all, I won't have that opportunity because Instagram took it away from me for dumb fucking reasons. And it's infuriating. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I shared it on the podcast Instagram and said, can you please, you know, like, share, comment, save and see if maybe we can hack the system and fix it ourselves or at least have brands see that there are people who care about my content. You can't just like push it down over something that didn't happen. Now, if I was a real life bully, I understand. And I think that should happen. But hello, I think they use an automated system that's not run by humans anymore. And that's why they can't differentiate what it is you're actually talking about. Also, if you didn't know, there's no way to fucking speak to Instagram. I think I can go through Facebook or Meta, whatever it's called now, and I may try that. But it's not that easy. Like people lose their accounts all the time. There's memes about it. People lose their accounts all the time with no notice and no way to get it back. So I'm going to try different ways. Thank God I have a creator account because that might help. I wish I was verified because that would be easier. But again, they're, they're terrible about verifying accounts too. One of my friends has a huge account. Tons of people steal her images and make accounts and scam people out of money happens all the time. Every day, she's got like 45 different fake accounts. They still won't verify her account. Their verification process has to do with clout. It has nothing to do with actually making sure that people don't get scammed and keeping people safe on the app. I mean, Instagram is just the fucking worst. It really is. I know most of you use it and it's the easiest way for us to communicate, but this is why I tell you guys, just download TikTok or if you like Twitter better, shit, if you like Meta better, just anything but fucking Instagram because they are in they're just so not creator friendly and they keep saying they are, but it's, they're not. They don't, if, if they were creator friend, friendly, they would verify people who clearly have a following and clearly have tons of fake pages of them. My friend has literally over a dozen pages of people stealing her images, stealing her videos, re-uploading them with different names, with her name, variations of her name, and then there'll be links in the bio and they scam other people out of money and they still won't verify her account. And she has spoken to them about this and sent emails over and over and over again. Instagram is not for the creator. They're just for clout. They, they just verify whoever makes it into the news or the tabloids or the gossip blogs. And okay, great. That works too. But other people need to be verified. Like there needs to be some form of being able to communicate with, them. aren't they like a billion dollar company? You can't get more people in customer service or creator service or something 
it please the wormhole of meta and instagram is just it's very bizarre it's just it's it's very bizarre it's bizarre how they don't communicate with the people who actually use the app at all it's very very weird so that's what's happening with my instagram um i'll keep you updated i'm gonna try to fix it if i can't fix it i am gonna be fucking thirsty i am i'm gonna have to figure out different ways to get brand deals and at least keep my account active at least make it searchable like if i post something at least show my followers don't make it so they have to go and look for it like i don't know how to fix that is there i think i think there's a way I don't even know. When I find a way to fix that, I will tell you guys and hopefully you guys can help me. In the meantime, I don't fucking know, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I better launch that Patreon. Um. Oh, we have to talk about Spirit Halloween. Okay, let's break down what happened. I believe Spirit Halloween stole my, like, not my likeness, stole my, is it likeness? You know, I might not be using the best terminology. I'm not sure yet. I believe they stole what I created seven years ago on YouTube and Instagram, my clown look, and made a costume out of it. A lot of you, I found this out from you guys. You guys sent me pictures of it. I wasn't even looking. I had no idea this was happening. I went onto the website and I saw it there. So it is happening. I made a TikTok explaining it. Please download TikTok. (laughs) I made a TikTok explaining it if you want more context. But basically, you could just tell by the collar that they took it from my image. To me, it's confirmed because they're also selling a wig. It's a black and red wig. And the image they use for the girl in the wig is the same exact makeup look that I have in my clown video on YouTube. To me, it correlates, but I'm also aware that that's probably not a case. It's just too hard to prove. If you didn't know, I used to work in law um, when I worked on Wall Street, and you learn a lot about cases. You learn a lot about who can sue for what. And it's copyright is very hard to sue for. You, it's just, it's just so hard to sue for unless you have hard evidence, unless there's proof, unless I copyrighted something. Now, I do have rights to the intellectual property because I uploaded my idea onto YouTube. That gives me intellectual property rights. So, for example, if you have like a great idea for an invention and you go on YouTube and explain it A to B and have pictures of what you want to do, but you never actually copyrighted it, you still have intellectual property over what that invention is, whatever that creation is. So I still have intellectual property over my clown look, but the way, but to say they stole it from me, being that it's a clown, it's just, it's hard to pinpoint. I just feel like you and I know, yes, they fucking saw it and they turned it into a costume. And if you know, you know, type of thing. But to actually spend money on an attorney to push this and push this and push this, it's just, it's very hard. I find it extremely disheartening because this is a 500, over $500 million company. They have so much overhead because they're open basically two months a fucking year And they use any old fucking foreclosure lot, like anything turns into a spirit Halloween after a store closes, and they make tons of money. So this costume that they did not think of themselves, that I made relevant seven years ago, you could say I didn't, but please. I made relevant seven years ago. They are selling and making thousands, if not a million dollars. It already sold out in certain sizes. And I don't mean to sound arrogant, please. If you know me, I don't do that, okay? But... I was there when it happened. Nobody was doing a clown, okay? And I will die on this fucking hill. Please fight me on it. I would love to. Do you hear me getting worked up? My Sag moon is coming out. I would love to fight about this, okay? But they weren't. And the other thing is, I don't have a lot. I don't. I didn't accomplish a lot. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not someone who went to college. I'm not, I didn't like accomplish a million amazing things to be proud of. 
I'm just a fucking artist, content creator. I just I just like doing creative things. And that's not always, what's the word? Monetizable? Like, uh, no, it is monetizable. It's not always lucrative. It's not always consistent. Like, if you want to be an artist and an influencer and a content creator, whatever it may be, you're signing up for a fucking lifetime of hell, okay? It's not fun. You're irrelevant sometimes. You're irrelevant other times. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's your year. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you wait a very long time to make it big, quote, make it big. Some And sometimes it'll never happen. Sometimes you get 15 minutes and sometimes you never do. Like, that's it. That's it. That's the life of anybody in the arts of any kind, whether it be makeup, influencer, music, TV, movies, that's just how it is, right? So when you do have something that was really successful and continues to be, and then have a huge company just rip off the fucking idea as if they thought of it themselves when it's so fucking clear they didn't, it's fucking annoying and it's disheartening because it's almost like there's nothing I can do. It's so... A clown is like, it's, clowns have been around forever, right? But nobody was doing it as a costume because it's like, if they were, they were doing it goofy. And then I had the idea because of that song, Melanie Marti- that Melanie Martinez song. Is it called Circus? I can't remember. I should know it, but I, I can't remember. But you know what I'm talking about. And I was inspired. And I was inspired by the tent You know how the tent is a pinstripe kind, not a pinstripe, but it stripes. And I was like, oh, what if I do that around my neck? And then what if on the eyes I do like make it sexy because I love doing a smoky eye for years. I've always had smoky. I've always, you know, I've always done smoky eyes, colorful eyes. Like that was, that's my thing. And then you do the clown mouth, but with black lipstick. Like I remember putting it together and I remember I was so hyper fixated that when I, created the tutorial, I listened to that song on repeat, on repeat, hyper fixated on repeat over and over and over again to get the vibe, to get the, to be inspired. I could be inspired by many things. I don't know what it is, but music will inspire my makeup looks when it comes to stuff that's really creative. It just inspires like the mood of it. And then I'll come up with ideas and images will pop in my head and patterns and colors and and just the mood, and I even did, which is so cringe now, but I even like, you know, did the head moves to the creepy music. Like I was so deep in it. And I felt so proud of myself for the first time in my entire life. I had a long life of being the failure, of being the loser, of being told I'm a loser, of being told I'm a fa- failure, of being told I'm never gonna amount to anything. Like when I was 14, I got my nose pierced. One of my aunts told me I'm going to end up a prostitute. Like, this is the type of family I came from. I finally had something that I felt I created, even though it's just a YouTube video. It did, it, it wasn't just a YouTube video. At first it was. But I knew this is going to be so good. Like, I'm going to be so proud of this. Even if it was like 10 views, I'm going to be so proud of this because it's in my head. I was able to do it. And put it together and I loved doing it to the music. Kind of like how TikToks are now. I loved doing it to the music. I loved being theatrical. I'm a dramatic person. And then it went fucking viral. It went fucking viral. Like this was everywhere. People were tattooing it on themselves. So many girls that year were doing the clown look. And I remember being upset about that too because I was a I am a freelance artist and everybody was like booking different people for the look I created. And I was like, what the fuck? You could have booked me. But then I'm looking back. I'm like, that was petty. (laughs) I think I was just sensitive. I was so young and it just meant a lot to me. It was a huge moment in my life and I'll never forget it. And every year since then, people still recreate it. I still see so much content about this one clown look. Every year I see a new tattoo about it. Like people go around this month, they go and get tattoos of the look. Like it's something I'm so deeply proud of. So to see a fucking brand like or store, whatever company, like Spirit, taking it and making money off of it with no word to me about it is infuriating. It makes, and it makes me 
it makes me angry on so many levels because now I'm like, why didn't I fucking make a costume out of it? I didn't even think to do that. Well, the whole point is I'm a makeup artist. I wanted to teach people how to draw it on themselves. And here Spirit goes making a fucking thing that you can clip around your neck instead of having to draw it. Oh, I can't. It pisses me off to no end. And it just, it makes me angry. And I genuinely, I don't think there's anything I can do. I posted the TikTok hoping that like lawyers would see it and, and you know, help me with it, but they never did. <laughs> I'm going to leave the TikTok up because you never know with the TikTok algorithm, you, it can go viral 10 days after you post it. So I'm just going to leave it because you never know what happens, but that's the whole scoop about the spirit Halloween thing. And yeah, I don't, I don't think there's much I can do. And it's not about money. It's about, it's about you stole my fucking intellectual property and, but it's too easy to deny. I know it is. Because it's, oh, it's just a clown. A lot of people are messaging me. They're like, girl, it's just a clown. Shut the fuck up. Because if you weren't there seven years ago to watch how the culture shift when it came to Halloween makeup, then you don't fucking know. Because if you were there and you watched it happen, then you do. And some of you are here from that moment. And you and I both know that the year prior, nobody was doing that. The year after, everybody was doing it and people still do it and they do different variations of it. And now being a sexy clown for Halloween is a fucking thing, okay? Also, I want to point out that they spelt it with a K. Come on, please. It's like, <laughs> it's like I look crazy for saying that I think it's mine. But at the same time, it's like, if you know all the details, you too would be like, yeah, it's fishy. Like it's something feels weird about it. It feels a little too close for me. But, you know, I, I'll i keep you updated on that as well. I just don't think there's much I could do about it. Um, What else do I need to tell you? Oh, a lot of you were like, girl, because the other day I posted that I took shrooms and then I was cooking. And a lot of you were like, what the fuck? How did you take shrooms? And how are you cooking after you took shrooms? Hold on. I want to make sure. Okay. And I, and I answered in the messages, but in case you were just wondering and I didn't answer you because I was high as hell, it's not shrooms like you heard about when you were a teenager. This is shrooms that gets put into a chocolate bar that people use for as an antidepressant to um, repair brain damage. There's all these different theories and studies going on that scientists and doctors are finding psychedelics like mushrooms or DMT or whatever, I don't know every word, I'll learn about it and I'll come back to you on it, <laughs> is helping people with trauma, with brain damage, with nerve damage. And I have chocolate bars. So you can break off a little square of the chocolate bar and it's microdosing. So I don't even see the mushroom part. Like I just eat a piece of chocolate. It's very tiny and it makes me feel happier. That's what I experience. I do feel a little bit loopy, but nothing out of control where I can't even cook. I just feel happy, like giddy, like excited. And I've shared a YouTube video about this. I don't know if I privated it, but um, obviously I'm going to battle depression with everything I've been through, <laughs> but I don't want to be on antidepressants. And like in the other episode, I don't feel depressed all the time. I just think that there's days where I have a huge wave of sadness or it overwhelmed feeling because days like today, I don't feel depressed at all. I feel happy and I feel grateful to be here and I feel energy to talk to you guys, even though I'm hungover. But the days that feel so sad and the days where I feel like I'm fighting for my life, I don't want to take a fucking prescription pill. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it in terms for me. Do you know the fucking amount of chemicals that went into my body this month alone from the infusion, from the extra stuff they had to give me with the infusion? It's not just the infusion. I had to have Tylenol, Pepsid, steroids, Benadryl. Like, and I was in pain for a week, so I was taking Tylenol for a week. It's too many pills. Like, I don't want to do that. 
so when I feel down, I would like to experiment with things like edible, um, THC, CBD. I'm a huge fan of CBD. CBD is great. Um, and, and if it's going to be shroom chocolate, it's going to be shroom chocolate. So I wanted to try it. I can't obviously state my source. (laughs) It's not legal in New York, but I do use it for medicinal purposes. I would also love, you know, I'm hoping that it can help with repairing brain damage because I'm really on that journey right now. I know you saw me have martinis last night, but shut the fuck up. 90% of the time I'm working, I'm starting to work on repairing brain damage uh, because the older I get, the harder things are going to be. And that's just how it is when you have the type of illness that I have. So if you're like a drug hater, (laughs) bear with me because, you know, I feel like for certain people, you you have to have a little bit more of a, you have to be a little free thinking and you have to be a little bit more open-minded because for people like me, you know, it, we have to just, we have to experiment with, experiment with different avenues. And that's the only way that we'll find new things that work. Just like people figured out that weed is not the devil, it can help with a million things, which it does for me as well. When I'm in pain, like I get migraines. When I have a bad migraine, nothing works except smoking. So I will smoke and even then my head will still hurt a little bit, but it will help me sleep through the pain because it's fucking unbearable. And it's better than to, I don't want to take all these pills all the fucking time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not good. (laughs) It's not good. So if they tell me that psychedelics helps with brain damage and and depression and this and that, yeah, I'm going to fucking try it. Okay. But it's not that crazy. Like, I wasn't spiraling out of control and seeing, you know, psychedelic images and things like that. No, that's not how it was. It's a microdose. The most I felt was... I was really funny. Like everything felt like a little bit funny. I felt really excited. I felt bubbly. I felt, it kind of felt a little bit like I smoked weed, but not a lot. You ever take like a mini hit, like a little, (laughs) a little, a little tiny bit like that. And even when I smoke weed, no, I don't smoke. I can't, I cannot smoke a lot. I'm a full adult. I'll start getting panic attacks and shit. Just a tiny bit to help with pain or to help with sleeping. I've had insomnia my whole life, literally since I was a kid. I've always had trouble sleeping, so I'll, I'll smoke a little bit to try to go to sleep, um, to help with my appetite when I'm stressed out, just things like that, okay? So if there are things on the market that people are saying it helps with brain damage, nerve damage, depression, I'm gonna fucking try it, bitch, okay? Because... I don't like the, them antidepressants. <laughs> I really don't. I tried it before and I think it helped me during the time that I needed it. Definitely kept me off the ledge for a little while, but I don't think for me, I was supposed to be on them that long because after I came up on a year and towards the end of that year, I was feeling very like, okay, I feel nothing. <laughs> Like to a scary degree, like when I would say I don't care, I would literally not care. It was very cold. It was very disconnected. I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel creative. I felt lazy. I wanted to sleep all the time. I put on weight, like just not myself. Not that putting on weight is a bad thing, but when you, when you're putting it on and you don't even feel like yourself and you feel blah, it's like around, I start, I stopped working out. Like it was just so, it just got dark. So I took myself off. I haven't been on them since, um, which is, which is a good thing, but you know, they're sad days (laughs) and I really don't, I don't want to take, um, I don't want to take any anti-anxiety meds. I don't want to do all that. So I'll be playing around with shrooms and microdosing. Um, okay. Should we get into Travis and Kylie? Yes. So if you're listening just for the Travis and Kylie drama, I'm going to begin that now. So I don't know if you guys were keeping up with this, but there is a girl, her Instagram is young, sweet, Row, very beautiful. 
and she'll post shady little pics that kind of make it seem like her and Travis have been messing around since 2013. This happened a few years ago and then it died off. And I assumed, I can't speak for everyone, I assumed that Travis was messing with her, but the Jenner Kardashians paid her off to shut the fuck up. Maybe he cut her off. Him and Kylie went on to have a baby. Now they have a second baby. And then, you know, that's over. The other day, she posts on her story. A lot of people followed her since then and stayed following her because a lot of people were like, oh, he's definitely messing with her. (laughs) You know when you still follow someone for the tea? Like... She's because she got verified because she was in so many blogs back in 2018 that they had to verify her account. So a lot of people stayed following her. Recently, she posted a picture of her at a music video. She puts directing the shoot and in the background is Travis. Kylie's Travis. Kylie and Travis had a baby not that long ago. I don't know, was it a year? Oh no, in February, she claimed she gave birth. I say claims because I don't believe it, but she claimed she gave birth February 22nd or February 2nd of 2022, something like that. I don't believe it. She's saying the birthday is 2222, bullshit. Okay, anyway, she claims that's when she gave birth. So they just had their second baby. And here this girl is posting that she's at the video shoot with Travis. So obviously TikTok is going fucking nuts with this. And right away it's getting sent to me and I'm like, I'm on the scene, okay? I'm on the scene reporting live. I'm doing the journalist work. I'm on the computer. What's her real name? What's her Instagram? Searching. What happened in 2018? How did that end up? I'm doing all the work, right? Let me tell you what I found out. So the timeline goes like this. She's posting, in 2018, she's posting as if as if her and Travis hook up on the low and that she's been dating him since 2013. The main girl, if you will. She stops posting. Travis and Kylie clearly have their ups and downs. Personally, what I think about their relationship just based on the timeline because they've done, she's done interviews about it. She's had him on her channel. It seems like they don't even fucking know each other. Like she did something on Kylie's YouTube channel where she's asking him questions and he's like, what's your dog's name? Like, this is not the type of man you have a child with. He doesn't even know your dog's name. That's bizarre. Anyway, I think that they are, I think they do have a, this is my theory on just Kylie and Travis. And then I'll get into my theory about this other girl that's involved. I think their timeline seems so weird because I think, first of all, he's a rapper. Okay. Do I even have to get into it? Ball players, celebrities, rappers, musicians, come on. And I also think that I don't think they're poly, but I think they bring people into the bedroom. I have sources that have told me they've been asked to join them, verified sources. I've read in some uh, online blogs that they do this with other people. There's very strict NDAs. I think they invite other women into the bedroom. And I think that's where a lot of the cheating allegations come up. I don't think it's that he's flat out cheating and she always has to take him back. I think maybe there was a period where they were trying to be committed to each other for the baby and they couldn't follow through with that. I don't think they're together together how we know a traditional relationship. I don't think that's the case. I think they do have some type of bond partnership. I think that they're loyal to each other in a way that protects the kids and makes the kids feel like a family. I think they value each other as parents. I think they value each other as friends and being co and co-parenting. The Kardashian-Jenners are very big on co-parenting, which is so commendable because they have the messiest men in Hollywood, <laughs> like literally. But they really, really value good co-parenting, which is very good for kids. I think we all know that. Um, I think that's what they are. I think they're really good co-parents and maybe they find themselves in the bedroom. 
I think the second baby was planned. This is my opinion. This is nothing that I've confirmed besides them inviting people into the bedroom. That's the only thing I've been able to confirm. Aside from that, I'm not able to confirm if they're open, poly, or what. I This is just what I think. Are you following? So I think that they are not together. I think they have moments where they try because I'm sure it gets very dicey when you have kids together, you know, and you're both young and Kylie's gorgeous and, you know, she's holding the baby and he's holding the baby. I'm sure it gets very, like, very emotional when all that is going on. But I don't think that they have a committed relationship the way that we know traditional relationships. In addition to that, I think Kylie prefers women. I do. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And I'm not trying to out her at all. I just, I a lot of people say it, the whole Jordan thing, Stassi thing. I do. I think she prefers, well, you know, she might be fluid, which, which I also think is really healthy. I think she's fluid. Do you know what I'm saying? I think she goes whatever way works for her in the moment, like whatever she feels attracted to. I think some people call it pansexual. Some people don't like calling it anything. Some people call it bisexual. Some people call, I call it fluid. Fluid meaning you feel it in the moment for this person. Cool. And it's no, it's, there's no like, there's no like, um, some people date with, I want A, B, C, D, like, you know what I mean? Some people date with like a criteria and sometimes the criteria is a gender. I don't think she dates that way. I think that Travis helps her explore this of herself. This is just literally my intuition telling me. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you from what I think is going on, Okay. And I think that's why she's able to be so open because I don't think this is the man of her dreams that she wants to marry and stay with. But I think that she really, she loves how he allows her to be open and explore new things and the freedoms of it. But it still is the father of her kids. Also, they could have planned the second baby because it is easier to have kids with the same father. Come on. It's easier. It's easier. This is something I've discussed on Instagram before. There's nothing like I've discussed this about Chloe. She said she wants to have another baby with Tristan and everybody was flipping out. And I'm like, it doesn't mean they need to be together. You could still be a sperm donor. So that way, because you know, he's a good dad. So you, so that way the child has the same parents. It's easier for the child. It is. It just, that's just how it is. It's just easier for the kids. Now, if you do have a blended family, there's nothing wrong with that. No one's judging that you have a blended family. But with people with this amount of money, they can plan their family to have the same dad. So I think that's part of it as well. Now, let's go back to where this girl comes in. So I'm going to tell you the experience from what I read and everything, thinking that her and Tra- Kylie and Travis are not fully together, how we see a traditional relationship. I think that they're great co-parents. They hook up when they want to. They have some type of loyalty to each other. But I think they're both open. And I'll leave it like that. Now, here comes young Sweet Row. The other day she's posting that she's on the on a video shoot with Travis. And here everybody goes making, it t- making TikToks. And now they're bringing up the old news from 2018. And now everybody's like, I bet young Sweet Row is the main chick and Kylie's the side chick. She's always been a side chick. Remember Kylie was with Tyga, but Tyga was with Black China first. Ah, 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 ah. No, I don't think that's the case. Travis went on to his Instagram story and says, hold on, I'll read it to you. He says, it's a lot of weird shit going on. An uninvited person was sneaking photos on what was supposed to be a closed set while I was directing a video. I'm saying this for the last time. I don't fuck with this person. I've never been with this person. 
So please stop with the continuous cyber games and fictional storytelling. So Travis Scott is denying her existence and knowing her altogether. So now people are like, oh, of course he's going to say that because he's trying to prove to Kylie that he's not cheating on Kylie. Okay, so that's what Travis said. Young Sweet Row goes on her Instagram story, and I screen recorded the whole thing, sure did, goes on her Instagram story and is and says the following. Hold on, I'll play it for you. Here we go. Wait, where is it? Okay, so what we're not going to do is we're not going to lie on me because I've been good. I posted whatever fucking story you guys wanted me to post. I pretended I didn't know you, went along with whatever fucking narrative you guys wanted to, no matter how much like bullshit I got from it. But to say you don't know me and you've never been with me, when you've definitely been with me, when fucking everybody's seen you with me, when I have pictures and videos of you with me, come on. Hold on. Can we stop right there? When she says, come on, sir. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm an observer and I notice patterns. I don't know if that's a, I'm on the spectrum thing. I don't really care why. I notice patterns. That, did you hear that snippet? I'm hoping you can through the audio. If not, I'll post it on the Instagram so that way you know what I'm talking about. What young sweet Rose said on her Instagram story. The way she's speaking and the way she ended it and, well, ended that part of her sentence, come on, sir. She's not speaking like a girl who is actively hooking up with a man. She's not speaking like a girlfriend at all. At all. That's not, no. Imagine it's your person, girlfriend or boyfriend, that you're publicly addressing because he he's denying your presence. That's not how you're going to sound. And you're not going to call him sir. You say sir when you're flirtatious and you don't really know somebody. And you know, I used to do that. Like uh, if I didn't really know the guy, but he's talking to me. Okay, sir. You know what I mean? You say when you don't really know him, you're trying to blow him off. She don't know this man. That's my right away right there. I was like, she don't know this man. This girl's crazy. She don't know this man. And you know me, I'm always on the woman's side. Okay, I'm always on the woman's side. Like I'm going to hear the whole story before I'm judging. But right there was a was an indication to me that she does not know him. Let's listen. Let's listen to the rest. I ran out the door and you had every single girl I know blowing me up like Trav's asking for you to come back. Are we pretending that didn't happen too? Like, come on. You cheat on that bitch every single fucking night. The whole fucking city sees it. Don't do this. And I was invited to that video shoot, you guys. I would not. I personally do not go anywhere unless I'm invited there. The stuff that happened a few years ago, I was not the quote-unquote mistress. I was not the reason that anything transpired between them. Like, that part of it is true. Like, I was not involved in that at all. But nothing he's saying right now is true, and that bothers me. And to make me look like a whack-ass bitch who wasn't... I've never taken a sneak picture in my fucking life. Should I have posted that? No. Was it messy? Absolutely. Let's stop there. She also says, should I have posted that? No. Was it messy? Yeah. Okay, but then why did you post it? I'm going to play it again. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know why I woke up and just felt like doing that, but... See? I don't know why I woke up and just felt like doing that. What? (laughs) Huh? Right there, I'm calling bullshit. You don't know why you posted that you're at at Travis Scott video shoot. After him and Kylie just had a baby. You don't know why you posted that? You knew it was messy, but you don't know why you posted that? Okay. So right now I'm already getting signs of like, mm, okay, listen to the rest. Nothing he's saying is true and that's fucked up too. You know how I like never responded to anything because I had a feeling it wouldn't make me feel better and I will tell you 1000% right now I do not feel any better I feel disgusting and I feel taken out of character and it's not fun you know you should never have to talk to the internet about what's going on I shouldn't have to have texts from our mutual friends telling me that I need to chill but why aren't you guys telling him to chill I don't know all this stuff is stupid the internet doesn't matter and I hope you guys just remember that 
Like, none of it is the real world. The only person on the internet is the real world is for Miss Jenner because that's how she fucking eats. So, I don't need to be doing all this and I should just delete everything. So, I'm gonna go out and I hope that you guys don't hate me tomorrow. And then she goes on to post screenshots that she was at the same Gunna party on Valentine's Day, trying to prove that he was with her on Valentine's Day, meaning Travis Scott. And she, I guess she's texting with a friend. The friend sent her a screenshot. Oh, yeah, we were at this party. And the screenshot says February. Because you know how the iPhone will tell you the date? February 14th, 1 a.m. at the party. Nope, you're right. This was the 14th. You're not crazy. She puts laughing emojis, this man. And then her friend writes the lies. Then there's another screenshot. And she writes, I had 10 missed calls from your friends and girls I casually know as soon as I left. Meaning she left the party and then Travis was looking for her. Then the friend sent a screenshot that says, what are you doing? She said, we just left. She blocked out something. And then it says, Trav ready to link. Okay. At this point, I'm, I'm, I've seen enough. But of course, I'm going to do my journalism and then I'm going to go and look. So I go to her Instagram. I didn't go to the squares like her grid. I went to her highlights. In her highlights, she's posting groupy things, okay? Which is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with groupies. I know group the word groupie is like a negative connotation to the girls who just want to sleep with famous guys, but... I don't think it's a negative thing. I think it's probably fun for young girls to do. Like, what? who cares? Like, they, they want to sleep around with celebrity guys. That sounds better than sleeping around with regular guys. <laughs> All men suck. You might as well have fun and do it with celebrities and girls who know other celebrities. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I see groupie, I don't mean it as a negative thing. I go to her highlights and I see her post groupie things. Like, that's the thing. When you know one, you know one. They're always trying to... They're always posting with celebrities. They're all they're always clouding. They're always tagging celebrities. The reason that's a red flag is like, to me, you can hang out with celebrities. Okay, fine. Why are you tagging it? Like to me, why are you tag why are you tagging it? Unless you want the clout for it. Unless you want the clout for it. Why are you tagging? She has a video where she's with Drake's dad. Drake's dad is known to be out on the scene. So that's not that crazy to like bump into him. He's always talking to young women. Like he's always using the I'm Drake's dad thing. She tags Drake and says, come get your dad. He's trying to serenade me. Girl. Oh. She's also tagging that she's at Quavo's birthday party. Okay. So, and there's other screenshots like this. So it's either she's stealing images or she's a girl that's on the scene. Like, it's not hard to do. You can DM any rapper you want. DM all the rappers. Some of them are going to respond. It is not hard to get flown out. This is not a secret. Whether it be a basketball player, a football player, a rapper, a celebrity, all you have to do is DM. That's it. Say something normal. DM. Send your phone number. One of them is going to fly you out. It's not like there's an exclusive club where they only date certain people. No, no, no. They're for everybody. It's community peen, okay? This is a thing. It's very likely, I think, I think that she gets herself on the scene. I think that it is likely she's at the same places as Travis, but not hooking up with him because a lot of the speculation was how come she's always at the same place as him because people started comparing photos and trying to say, no, he is hooking up with her because, look, they were at the same place at this time. I don't think that's what's happening. I don't think they hook up. I think she goes to parties, and I think there was probably one time where he was getting girls to go back to his room, and she was one of the girls. She's very pretty. She had a great nose job. She's very pretty. I'm sure I'm sure she did hook up with him maybe once. But is she his total side piece? Absolutely not. I don't think so. I think that's why she's so like, you do know me. I have pictures and blah, blah, blah. He might have hooked up with her. But I don't think he's, I don't think she's a whole girlfriend. And I don't think he's denying it for Kylie's sake. I think he's denying it because 
it's a crazy story and she seems scary and stalks celebrities. I don't think it's because he gives a fuck about what Kylie feels on the internet. I really don't. I don't. I think that she knows he hooks up with other people. I think she participates in hooking up with other people. I think she hooks up with other people. I think this is just like a security thing. Like this girl is crazy. She doctors images. I think she edits pictures. I think that she just knows how how easy it is to manipulate the internet and fake images. But I also think she does have some sort of connection. So you might not be able to hook up with the, the rapper you like, but you could probably hook up with his tour manager and be at the same concerts. You could hook up with someone's assistant and be at the same parties. You could hook up with someone's DJ, someone's um, stylist or like just someone that maybe not be famous, but he works so closely with famous people that you end up at the same parties. And I think that's how she gets some of her images. I think she's front. The groupie girls know each other. That's the other thing. So because they know each other because say there's one groupie girl who's really good at getting with celebrities and now she has connections and this is just who she hooks up with. Her preference is celebrity men. Those celebrities will say, do you have any other girlfriends for my boy, for this, for that, come to this party, bring girls. Like you don't just show up to a party by yourself. The celebrities want you to come to the party with other women. So they'll recruit friends. So it's easy for them to all know each other. It's not that crazy. You see each other at the same parties, you get each other's number. You know what I mean? It's just making friends because they have common interests. So she probably has friends that hook up with these celebrities like groupie friends. Again, I'm saying that in a positive way. I'm not saying it as a negative thing. It's not a bad thing to be a groupie. I, it, I just can't think of a better name for it to describe what I'm trying to describe. I think she, I think Young Sweet Row, <laughs> I'm going to call her by her Instagram name. I think she's trying to cause a stir. I think she's trying to get paid for interviews. I think she's trying to get a following and become relevant. I do, because there are tons of girls who hook up with celebrities, who date celebrities, football players, who don't post a single thing because they're not interested in the clout of it. And she even said, I don't know why I posted it. Yes, you did. I think she's trying to get on the scene and be her own person and have some type of relevance. I do. I think she does. I think Travis maybe hooked up with her once and he don't even remember who the fuck she is. But now this girl is coming around and pretending to date him or know him or hook up with him on a consistent basis. And it's a security concern because why was she on this set? That's what I think it is. That's one of my theories. My second theory is the Jenners hired this girl because what did we forget about in all this time? Astral World. Travis Scott, I'm not a fan of his. At his concert, several people were killed, including children, by asphyxiation from the crowds that he encourages, from the mosh pits that he encourages. This case is insane. And it should have been way bigger. Like, I can't even believe people forgot about this. But they did. Probably in help with probably in help from the Jenners and the Kardashians because we all know Kris Jenner is going to go above and beyond to protect her family which I respect her for unfortunately protecting her family includes the fathers of her grandkids and I think Kylie probably asked can we fix this because this is the father of my kids and I think they're so good at social media that when something like this comes up A lot of people don't even notice that this could be a PR stunt because also what became irrelevant? Kylie Cosmetics. She, come on, no one gives a fuck about Kylie Cosmetics. She's got a few good products, but let's be real. She uses the photo shoots to feel up on her friends and have fun photo shoots and look beautiful. It's They're basically like OnlyFans photo shoots, which I don't think anything's wrong with. You know, I want an OnlyFans. You know, I want it to be a Playboy model. You know, I want it to be a stripper. So I'm not shaming 
having sexy photos, but I'm saying this is a cosmetics line, but it gives everything but the cosmetics. It's, it's weird. She did a Grinch collab. She just did a Batman collab. Like she just does random shit with her line instead of focusing on, oh my God, this product is amazing for the, like, it's not even about the cosmetics. She doesn't use models. She uses herself and friends. And it, we're coming into an era of, we want to get to know people. We want to support people we know. We want to support the underdogs. We want to support the people who don't come from millionaires. We want to support the small businesses. She has a successful business, but why is it successful? Is it because she's a Jenner? I mean, I'm not doubting that she doesn't work hard, but it's like, come on. Kylie Cosmetics started to flop, okay? It did. And she needed a comeback. She needed like a revenge era. And I don't know if you've ever read The Laws of Power, but something that you can utilize to gain power, to gain public attention, to gain people on your side is to have an enemy, is to have a scandal. That's why you'll see so, that's why you see Kanye doing it. Scandal still sells. Even though it sounds like it's awful and horrible and doesn't make sense, it still sells. It still gets her name in the press. All press is good press, good or bad. I have a theory and I do, this might be outlandish. I think they pay this girl to stir up the drama because it will drown out the other stuff. It's an opportunity for Kylie to come out swinging, looking like the hot ex-baby mother. You know what I mean? That's what, that in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a PR stunt. Because also, Young Sweet Row has no evidence that really plugs that she's with Travis. All of the pictures are blurry. It's giving UFO pictures. Like, why are all the pictures of UFOs blurry? I believe in aliens, by the way. I'm just saying. It's sauce how all the pictures are blurry. All the pictures are blurry. There's no video. There's no text message screenshots of her talking to Trav. Like, she's not even addressing him like a girl that has hooked up with this man before. She sounds like maybe she hooks up with him once, but doesn't really know him. So why all of a sudden this all comes up and no one's even thinking about Astro World? So those are my two theories. I do not think this is Travis's side piece at all. I don't think Kylie is a side piece. I think they have their own arrangement. And I also want to predict that Kylie is going to come out fucking swinging. She was irrelevant for a little bit, but I think she's in her revenge arc. I think we're going to see some really beautiful fashion looks for, from her. She's a Leo. I think she's going to come out really like, I think she's going to have beautiful fashion looks. I think we're going to see way more posts from her. I think she tried to be relatable on TikTok. I don't know if you guys caught that. She was like trying to do like re relatable stuff on TikTok. I think she's just going to like trash that idea and go back to who she is, which is a celebrity who is very rich. I think she's going to have, I think she's going to get into some fashion more because that's really the space where people are allowed to be rich and famous where in the beauty industry, people don't really want to see wealth anymore. It's like irritating. I think she's going to be herself again, but in a fashion way and go down that avenue. Maybe she'll come out with a line. I don't know. Ooh, why is Gigi running to the front door? <laughs> so that's my prediction. And I'm also predicting that I don't think this girl is in Travis's life. I think it's possible she was a groupie for the night or something like that. I think she's faking it. I don't think she even has images. I think we're never going to see those images. And yeah. Oh, I said I was going to get into the sovereign citizen thing, but I'm going to, maybe I'll do a mini episode. I'm starving. I'm going to go eat. I hope you like this episode. Let me know what you think. I'll post the content onto the Instagram. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's at my big sisters podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Stay well. And I love you.